The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Just about out of here. Uh, it's 9.57. Setting her up and getting her done. That's it. We're about done. We were just talking about this off the air. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Went up there yesterday. And I did some stuff that I hadn't done yet. A new thing. I was telling Brett about it. Uh, it was a, we did a, like there's gun retention. And, and one thing that we talk about with, you know, uh, gun laws that need to change. And I think any logical person is like, yeah, you take a class to learn how to hang on to it, learn how to shoot it, learn how to not lose it. Learn you got to get to know your piece. Yeah, you got to know. And you got to, and I don't know, Jay said something great yesterday because he said, I don't know anybody that wants a gun that wouldn't want a, like a free lesson with each purchase. Like, what kind of mor- morons? Like, ah, I'll figure it out. It's like, it's a gun. You should want to know as much as you can. So education on top of it should be a priority or a, a demand. Fine with that kind of law change. And good guys will do it. Bad guys won't. But still, more people trained is better. Uh, but we did a gun retention thing with the gun out of the holster. Real super, like, uh, military stuff. It was really cool. And you start to realize, man, if somebody ever tried to take the gun from you while you have it out... I was like five or six little tips in that. I didn't like that drill because I was terrible at it. Oh. And it makes you nervous. Like you're in, you're involved in something like real important and you make mistakes all the time. You're like, ah, but it was, you know, my first time doing it. I'll get better. But uh, it was really kind of neat. And anybody who has a gun, concealed carry, like uh, Brett carries a lot of the times, and I know a lot of you listening do, uh, learn how uh, – there's, there's no shame in saying, you know what, I could learn a little more. I should know more. I think most guys would go like, I know what I'm doing because you don't want to be told you don't. But there's a lot of stuff that you may actually – learn from it and that's a good thing i definitely need to spend more time with my handgun i'm not comfortable with my ar-15 i need a lesson with it i i know that for sure before i get out i want somebody who's really in tune with those because i've never really had my own i've done it before that's how i feel with the the handgun yeah and i'm like i need to spend more time i I need to use it i need it's not like it's like riding a bicycle except for incredibly dangerous it's like, I need to do this. I need to get time on the bike, you know, and it's time with your gun. It's amazing. So we did a bunch of the out-of-holster retention thing, and it's talk about a mind-blowing learning lesson, and I'm nowhere near where I can be. And so we're going to do a bunch of that, too. They do this stuff all the time. I mean, it's so many great things. Self-defense doesn't just mean uh, stopping somebody from beating you up. It, it sometimes means uh, somebody with terrible intentions with your stuff. And uh, it's crazy. And little things you learn, you know, the battery and racking and all that. Little things about getting the magazine seated again. When somebody tries to take it away from you, a lot of times it'll fall out. And you don't even have a, a gun to use at that point. Amazing little uh, subtleties that uh, keeps these guys on top of the heap as far as the best in the business. And you want to be part of that thing, uh, you should. They've got another thing coming up for law enforcement. Pay attention to that. 
It's going to be amazing for law enforcement people coming up around September 11th, which I think is a fantastic tribute to them, and uh, we'll have more information on that coming up in a little bit. You should get involved in this. Trust me, it makes you better, makes you smarter, and uh, just educate you on anything you may think you know enough about. You never know enough. Get a little more. Tools in the tool belt. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Actress Miriam Margolis. She was in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, End of Days. Oh, well, um, no one If saw. you uh, watch the Harry Potter movies, she's Professor Sprout. Anyway, she's not a big fan of Arnold. Why? Because he farted in her face on purpose on the set of the movie End of Days. Which, by the way, was a hilarious little prank I used to pull on people who are shorter than me. And I would walk by them in the theater and I'd say, hey, how are you doing? And they'd be like, oh, I'm fine. I don't thank you for letting me be in the movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, one last thing before I go. <laughs> in your face. She says, she says, now, I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately, right in my face. Right in your face. I did. She's right. There's no, no question about it. I was, I was very gassy. Threw it right, oh. in, right in the face. A little moist. Unfortunately, it wasn't on film. That one had some mist. Sorry about that. It was in one of the pauses. I used to do it to Danny Cooksey at Terminator 2. Like, hey, Danny, I remember you from different strokes. You ruined it. I haven't forgiven him. <laughs> Get down between my butt cheeks. Then the last little thing she said, also, he was a little bit too full of himself. Well, because I look the way I do. He's a mega, I'm a mega, mega star. I'm a mega celebrity, former governor. Of course, I uh, put that in the face. And the reason I farted in the face, as you can tell from the story that Brady's telling, is she was really kind of a... <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has been posting angry Instagram messages about... Rocky producer Erwin Winkler. Erwin Winkler stole it all, evidently. For hoarding the rights to the franchise. Kind of blames Sylvester for this one. Yeah. It's been 45 years and you're just now complaining that you don't own Rocky? And now he's asking, he please give me a no. piece of it. Erwin Winkler was a, he still is, he's 90-something, massive uh, producer, bigwig. He was the uh, Weinstein size, giant. And he was the executive producer of all the Rocky movies. And also, I think he did Rambo. But he owns Rocky. He owns the right show. Now, again, Sylvester Stallone in 1975-76 when he sold Rocky to this guy, he sold the rights to it because he's like, I'm taking a chance on you. You're a first-time writer, first-time director. You're going to star in this thing. Uh, let's see what you got. I think they believed in it. But then never fought to get Rocky two or three. It's kind of on Sly. Yeah. You well, know? I guess he – I think Sly feels it's been 50 years. Come on now. Give right. me a little bit well, of it. He gets a, he's gotten money. Yeah. But he signed a deal where the other dude owns Rocky. But on top of that, though, I mean, he made a career from that movie. Exactly. So, I mean, it's like, dude. Signed the deal with the devil. Calm down. Yeah. You, you basically handed it away and then did six of them and then a couple of creeds. And you're like, Yo, you know, I should probably own that. Well, you should have thought of that. I mean, the guy took a chance on you, like you right. said. Right. And that's the business you're in. I don't agree with it. But let's see the papers that uh, – Erwin Winkler hasn't produced anything. Yeah. And that's what I want to see. It's like, look, Rocky knew back in the day. Sylvester knew this was mine. Rob Zombie's Monsters movie is heading straight to Netflix, which is also also the home of the Adams Family series, Wednesday. The original Monsters and Adams Family ran against each other on network TV, 1964 to 1966. They're going to battle again. Nah, no, they're not. No. It's going to be a weak battle. There's going to be a class about Harry Styles. And his cultural impact next spring. 
at Texas State University. Twink it up. Students will study the music and movies and create their own podcast. Based on Harry Styles songs? Yeah. Watermelon Sugar is a class? He's got more songs than that, John. I know, but... He's got a couple of movies coming out. He's not like a... He's big, but is he... We have to study him now? Some of these professors at the universities can... uh, I mean, there's bigger. Design their classes. I mean, I think Bieber is a class before Harry Styles. Yeah. Styles. I liked his album for a little while. The Watermelon Sugar song is still, it's catchy as hell. Wolfgang Van Halen says plans for a Van Halen tribute show haven't come together because some people are making it difficult. David Lee Roth. Sammy Hager. Asked if some people meant David Lee Roth. Well, he said, do your research on the history of Van Halen. Come to your own conclusions. Um, by the way, no Van Halen without Eddie. It's over. Well, I think they're trying to do a tribute show. Oh. They're not trying to do a tour like oh, everybody comes out and does a song. And Yeah, they've been trying yeah, to put Like Satriani's going to play show. some stuff for Eddie. And, so you, you don't know, need David. Like if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to go. Get yeah, better whoever, people. Whoever wants to participate. I'd Yeah, okay. So if it's just a tribute and you yeah. have a bunch of bands playing along with Wolfgang and Alex. and Yeah, they were talking about like a one-show thing type, yeah. you know. That'd be fun. And I don't know why David Lee wouldn't. I do. He's a dick. Well, everything about saying, that guy. But is... I know, but a lot of times these guys will put no, they aside won't. the, Not you know, his tribute. Dicks don't. Hey, man, doing it for the cash. They won't pay him. Forget it. And he can't get along with uh, Anthony. I thought it was, I thought it was Eddie more so than anything, and Eddie's Probably, gone. but Alex is his brother, so it's not too yeah. far removed. And there's a reason why Sammy and Michael went the other way, and Wolfgang's playing bass for a reason. It's a whole bunch of reasons that thing's a mess. Just put the Foo Fighters out there with Alex Van Halen playing drums, and everybody would watch every song. They're the great at Sean tributes. and Steve Perry. <laughs> nope, nope, don't want to watch that. The, uh, want the, I want the tributes to all be Foo Fighters because Dave does such a great job doing it. And I don't want to really hear any new Foo Fighters anymore after the last couple albums. So yeah, I'm kind of done there. Yeah. I don't know who else I'd want. Who else would you want to hear singing Van Halen songs? Maybe Avenged Sevenfold would be solid. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's anybody that would really crush that. Scott Stapp. All right, I'm not talking to you. Danko anymore. Jones. <laughs> Danko. Good God. That I think would he be could, outstanding. He's got that kind of attitude on yeah. stage, too. I think he could pull it. Danko would be great. Him doing Everybody Wants Some. Oh, yeah. oh my God. All right, I'm sold. Draymond. No. <laughs> stop it. You stop saying words. <laughs> yeah, he's electric. I want all 500 pounds of Kevin Pollock's twin on stage. Come on, brother. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's 10.07. Let's get the heck out of here. Uh, we're all done. Shanman's in for Larry this week. He's going to come up next. You guys have yourselves a great t- uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. We're here in the morning sickness. Bye. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.